Ladies and gentlemen, oh, welcome to Fresh Talk. Fresh Talk. What do you mean? We're recording, right? Yeah, yes, we are. Oh, okay. I was just... Yeah. Did we hit the button? We hit the button, right? We hit the button. Okay. We hit the button. I was just fucking up. Don't oh. worry about it. Welcome oh. to Fresh Talk. Sorry to get in your head like that. Oh, no worries. Is this our 50th episode? This is our 50th episode, it's pretty I shitty believe. intro for a 50th episode. We're fucking terrible. We're still amateurs. Seems about right. What a bummer. I thought we could <laughs> jump in really big. What'd you and want? Fireworks? There are fireworks here. Listeners, there are fireworks here. Shit's crazy. There are midgets. There are nude nude women. There is a dog. There is there a is dog. There is a dog. That is a first. Sam brought his dog to Fresh Talk. It's our first animal appearance. It's the first it's dog cast. Hmm. It is. The Wild Kingdom. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 50th episode of Fresh Talk. <laughs> That's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's actually blowing my mind that we were able to do this 50 straight weeks in a row. And we yeah. didn't even get arrested. That's almost one year. Did we miss a week? I mean, I, I think we've posted one for every week. Uh, yeah. Because Kai, so. Kai and I did the very first one without Dan, and it was on horror movies. And it I was the first was two. First two or three. It was the last week of October it last was. year. Oh, it was. Yeah. So we're almost there. I mean, wow. you know, when we get to 52. Yeah, 52 it, it, will be a year. It seems longer. At a quarter. At a quarter. D- doesn't it seem like we've been doing this longer? Like when you and I did that first episode, doesn't that feel like more like two years ago? You know... It, it doesn't? It doesn't, man. Oh, okay. I felt okay. like this last year just flew by. Totally when did. I really think about oh, yeah. how, like all of the weeks in a row it seems like a year but if i think about that last podcast it really doesn't seem i was like thinking like hey we should talk more about horror movies i'm like oh we did that extensively a year ago but we should definitely come back to it for the year anniversary when it's halloween week which is fairly soon halloween's on it certainly is it's uh we have one more week of grace and then satan's time gotcha well hey big news this week in the local music rock world kai's project other band if you will curtsy is one of the bands to watch in this year's vc reporter oh, shit. i saw that this morning congratulations and even Thanks, stranger man. your singer is modeling on the cover that's also true so it's kind of like a cover story yet it's not pays to have people a, think it's just a model it's a it's double cover but pays story. to have a singer being a, a hot girl that helps it's very helpful that well time. congratulations that's really nice <laughs> thanks man yeah. yeah they said some really nice things i was very i had no idea that was coming and yeah. uh, super cool yeah super cool that's man. awesome good stuff so be sure to check out kai's project curtsy one of the bands to watch in the vc reporter mm-hmm. music issue mm-hmm. the old kiss of death that, <laughs> remember when we got that <laughs> <laughs> that sunk us like a sunk us like a ship i don't know we're still going it's like the rookie of the year award yeah totally <laughs> grammy for best new artist yeah, oh, who? Yeah, boy, Yikes. there's a lot of curses on that, huh? Right here, right now. Oh, um, Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Yeah, Those guys went and fucking they could have had more That's of a hit, but that was a uh, you know they they went down in scandal. Most of the bands just don't ever have just a hit fade again. Away, yeah. yeah, it's true. Well, folks, you are listening to Fresh Talk, the Army of Freshman podcast. My name is Chris J. My name is Kai. My name is Dan. This is our 50th episode, and we are all on our own. Our engineer, the brave one, John Sweeven, who mans and controls every week, he's gone. He's got he a left. Cola, right? He said he had a cold. He took off. He left us alone. Therefore, that's why you got such a shitty intro, because we don't know how to rewind and edit. And he uh, also really puts the man in man's the controls. He really does. He does. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a great guy. He's a spaceship over there. We should say one. He's, he's one of the best dudes I know. And I, I mean that. that. You know, you just have somebody like, there's like, there's nothing bad about that guy. Like, everything is positive. Yep. You know? 
Yeah, I always has wait. he ever even pissed you off? No, I mean, in all never. your times of knowing, nor him? have I ever really seen him pissed off. The most I've ever seen is like, oh yeah, that kind of sucked. Like mildly annoyed, <laughs> yeah. and that's like shit that I would be like on Twitter writing a fucking novel about murder and bloodlust, and he's uh-huh. just like, meh. You know. he, uh, he did get mad at me once because I apparently uh, had called him too many times in a row one day because you? he was like, because it kept going to his voicemail. You calling but, ring, of, ring of Terror to so, him? So he, he sent me a, a text message basically saying like, yo, dude, like this is way too many calls and too short of a span. Like I'm in the middle of something. But to Most my defense, ready for jobs. this? I had Phil Cody coming up to check out his studio, potentially record a record here, and John had forgotten about it. So I was calling him because I was outside of the studio thinking he was going to show up. You know, well, that's, that's fair. That's fair. It's, you know, and he somewhat, John, kind of was like, hey, man, I was a little aggressive on you that I forgot that I blew a meeting. So that was cool. But it was still weird. Like somebody that like you think is just the sweetest person ever to be like, yo, dude, you need to calm down. You're like, I'm a bad person. You know, it's serious when John's like, yeah, glad to know yeah. you can find his breaking point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Only Chris J. <laughs> you can you can just light him up with uh, text messages and he'll just snap. The ring know? of terror. That's his Achilles heel. And, you know, he's his one Achilles heel. Of, you, you talk about those dudes that would give you the shirt off their back, but he's uh, honestly that yeah. guy. I mean, he, I feel like that guy, if, if I had one phone call from jail, he would, if I could remember his phone number, he would absolutely be that call. And no offense dude, to you guys. That's a solid first call. It really is. The one thing I would say about that, though, is sometimes John will have these weird weekends where he sort of disappears. So if you happen to call him on that weekend, you'd be bummed. We all have those, though. <laughs> my, yeah. my first call would be to my lawyer, but my second call... Well, that's because your be lawyer's a good friend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> I don't have a lawyer, so my first call would be to Dan to see if I could get his lawyer's My lawyer's number. my Can grandfather, and he's 90. <laughs> Can you call your friend the lawyer? That is not a... a voicemail you want to wake up to hey man can you call your friend the lawyer <laughs> that's a good one well it is our 50th episode i'm really proud of it this. is we we're really so, stuck with this we, we really did. did we said we were going to and we did and it's growing we it actually uh, continue to it's have more working. listeners yeah somehow it's working yeah. yeah it's it's slow and steady this is slow and steady wins the race and we said that early on we we're like this we is did. not something that's going to blow up immediately we're gonna yeah, have to we're, stick with we're it. throwing a drop of water into a sea yeah we just because yeah. we have to hope that the right fish comes along we know? were late to the podcast game very oh, late. yeah yeah we, we weren't late talking about it we threatened to do this yeah. for five years yeah. we were yeah. just true, late in doing we it. were pioneers in theory yeah exactly but in true uh, us fashion we just you know it'd be a great idea if we did yeah it would be a good idea three years well, let's later. talk about it next week yeah, next true. week never came. it wasn't until we until we I uh, found out John had a studio that was finished and ready to go. We're like, you know... Yeah, that's the only we way we can record anything if someone's like, I have a studio and it's free. Oh, we'll write some songs. Yeah, you know? Know, I guess, we, I guess we could do something. Wait, this won't cost us anything. Wait, this is an excuse to hang out once a week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're celebrating beer. with a growler of beer. Yes. Kai, Kai just rolled up. If you, uh, you're you not here, but let me describe it. He just basically rolled in with like a jug of beer. If you've seen Lord of the Rings, the first film, uh, Fellowship, where they go into the Prancing Pony and uh, the one... Hobbit says like, you know, they it make- comes in pints. <laughs> I'm getting one. I love that. I use that line a lot. Like I'm getting one. It's and he classic. just runs off, you know, so good. Huge thing of beer that Kai is going to drink. It's, it's called a, a growler. It's a growler. It now, is 64 fluid ounces, one half gallon of beer. And it, there is a local brewery in Ventura called Poseidon Brewing Company that just opened uh, not too long ago. And, and they are keeping them in ago? business. And they are around the corner from this studio, which is the beautiful part of it. Wow. Beautiful and dangerous. Uh, and we uh, we have freak- we went there once before, John and Dan and I, uh, when we did our drunken podcast when you were gone in yes. Nashville. Drunk cast. That's why it was so drunk. And uh, where I went back today, and 
Dan, I was sat, I went and walked in by myself, sat down at the bar, same two bartenders walk up to me. Girl's like, what do you come get you? Get the beer. I order it, sit down, just on my phone. She's like, so how's everything going over there? Completely remembered it. Where how are your friends? How's everybody doing? That's at, awesome. How's John? How's Dan? She remembered our names. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I was I told there for her, one beer. That's I, where the music starts in the background, like and I love her. <laughs> like Paul she, McCartney. I just think she's singing. married. She definitely has kids. There's a big ring on her finger. Yeah, too. I haven't. I haven't delved they into it, do. but it's all right. Fair uh, enough. But yeah. Anyway, there could be very, a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been there too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so I, I got this growler. Oh my love! <laughs> brought it over in celebration of our big fifty. I brought sixty-four ounces for our fiftieth episode. So for our sixty-fourth episode, I'll bring a thousand and twenty-four. Perfect. Great. As long Good as we're talking binary numbers here. How is how is it on on the topic of uh, fifty episodes? Kai, what's your favorite episode? Nintendo. Yeah. I, it really That's is. That's a good episode, yeah. I, I actually re-listened to that again recently. Just <laughs> I, I really find that, that was one a nice fun. walk down memory lane. And you it's, know? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It, it gets me pumped up. After Dan and I did our, our Mario Brothers one, mm-hmm. I uh, I went back and had a Nintendo night, and it made me actually want to listen to the podcast. Cool. It was pretty good. So if you are new to the podcast, you can go on iTunes. Everything is archived there. And Kai's saying if there's one to go back and dip into, it's the Nintendo episode. I think so. I think that's a fun one good, too. Clean fun. Yeah, a lot of fun on that. How about you, Dan? Is there one that you would recommend to someone? You is know, there I, one that you enjoyed a lot? I, I honestly, I really enjoyed last week's the UK one. I thought we had a really good time. I had Me fun. Too. Me too. It was a fun one. I, oh, that, that is definitely a good. Not one. to disparage the others, but that one was fucking good. Yeah. Um. And uh, I like the pro wrestling trilogy because it sort of good. sums up what Fresh Talk is about. We start with good intentions, but it just descends into madness. <laughs> it always comes back <laughs> you know? to boobies. Yeah. Exactly. That was great. I mean, hanging out with a bunch of guys. That's to, kind of. Two of my great anyway. loves wrestling and <laughs> we should have called this podcast Sausage Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have yes. we had a female guest? We have not, have we? No. We should. We, we should. should. I agree. It could we re- should just to be make it uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's but seriously, that's how Howard Stern starts. You know what I mean? Like next thing <laughs> oh, you know, it's yeah, like God yeah. forbid we should have his career. That's how, like we should have a female guest in the scene in the movie cuts, and it's <laughs> like, it's booby blanket bingo with your host spoon man, you know. And like you That's know. Howard Stern meets weird out. There's but... twenty dudes hanging out in here, you know. Idiot hurts, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I did get a great tweet from somebody, I forget who it was, but when we were talking about last week the weird strip club we went to and we briefly thought that you assault the women with pound coins. Oh yeah. And someone says like <laughs> that was fun. Someone said something it was it was very uh, misogynistic if you will, but they said I would go to strip clubs if I could hurl change at women. <laughs> oh Jesus. Brutal. Yikes. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, we didn't condone that. We were just yeah, we, we were shocked ourselves. We just didn't know what to do to yeah. hand a lady a coin. Yeah. It's unfamiliar to us Americans. Bunch of guys rolling in the strip clubs with socks full of nickels. Because in America what you do is you sh- you, you get traditionally shove the dollar down their their underwear. Yeah. So what I why I want to bring the sack of weed dollars is because I want to see some girl walking around who just looks like she she dropped the huge load in the back of her drawers. How funny that be! Just, just look like she has a. Jingling. It didn't look like she shit her pants or has a huge sack. Well, you are you are in luck. One of the original tunes written for the film "Betting on Baker" is called "I'm in Love with the Stripper." 
with a dollar in her butt. And it touches on what you just said. Comedy tune. Comedy tune in the background, but it will be released, so you can How look forward to it. How is betting on Baker coming? Thank you for asking, Dan. It's slow going. Um, I'm excited. I'm pumped up. But every time we think we're ready to sort of have like a little kind of viewing of it, of what we have, we, we find something else. And we, you know, we're in a situation where financially there's no money and we got people helping on it and friends. And that just takes... Do you feel like it's a, a situation with making a record where you just need to know when to be done because you could conceivably always edit and edit even worse even worse i think you're absolutely right but for for us it's like we realized that the pacing was maybe dragging a little bit so we had the editor go back and and literally take a couple seconds off every frame right and you know you got to get the editor yeah when you i mean so he's got to have two straight days he's got to have 20 hours to do that so we're very close though so we just sent it to the music guy the music guy is going to put in all the temp music that we've been working on and we really think maybe in the next two weeks we could have the actual first like wonder if there's been a study on on suicide rates of film editors honestly you know that's not a joke that from what i've seen this poor guy do for us for nothing (laughs) over months and months because i try to explain it to people they say why is it taking so long i'm like imagine a conversation between the three of us and there's a camera on each of us and you are given just the one view of you one view of kai one view of me and you have to connect all of them and decide when to cut to each person. That's something that is in an amazing amount of time. I mean, it's it's remarkable how long it takes. So, and to and to work with people that are so in love with it. I mean, you guys are so attached to it because yeah. you wrote it and you were in it and you were there the whole time. Like to be able to sort of let go and let the editor it's work tough. his magic, which yeah. usually is the right thing. Like fuck. And then you just have to wait. Um, uh, uh, you know, in our situation, you know, we have to wait for a while for the editor to have some time to work on it because he's doing it for free. So the good news is though, we think by the end of the year it is going to be 100% completely done and then the beginning of next year we'll start the process of whatever the process is trying to find a buyer or trying to figure out how we're going to release it or whatever the game plan is and right now I can't tell you if we made a I'll put it this way I don't know if we made a great C movie or we made a bad B movie. But <laughs> but but uh, that for, again for how small it is, but a bad B movie could be huge. The connection yeah, between absolutely. them is that you still made a movie. Yeah, yeah. actual film, an actual full-length movie. Wow, you're <laughs> Kai so, uh, going down podcast past. Kai just sent uh, showed me a picture of the latest stitches post. Oh shit. Um, if was you a, do not follow him on Instagram, you are fucking up white trash d- drug dealing rapper go to youtube and find this tune brick in your face and literally be stunned at the tune it's just it's he certainly practices what he preaches yeah. <laughs> gotta sell love and it. blow i can't it just bums me out that that fucking guy's making money making music and it's bizarre it's just who knows if he's probably making more money selling cocaine but either way making well, more money than us let's let's get into let's get into uh our some of our topics are you know usually we really only have one steady segment and that's uh records of the week records with of the week it's true which we'll have a jingle soon word on the street is there will be a jingle for this segment we were we were attempting to have a some jing, a new theme song for this 50th but just shit got crazy john's studio got booked it's gonna happen yeah john johnny got sick anyway it's a fair it's an average size week this week uh we have dj quick that's what she fabled said. old school sexual rapper kind of the heir to the too short throne has a new record called the midnight life it's DJ Quick. He's rapping about pussy and being a blood, you know? Like, Doing what, what he does. He does. Best. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Inter Arma have a new record out, a uh, metal band uh, on Relapse. It's called The Cavern. It's incredible. It is one song. 
and it is 46 minutes long and it's unbelievable. It's wow. It's just a crazy metal journey into hell basically. They they put out an LP and you have to switch the LP halfway through because there's like a quiet sure. movement in the middle with a bit of a lull and they just break it there. But don't I, I'm this one time I'm going to say don't buy the LP, just buy the CD or the digital because you just it's incredible. It's incredible. It's great. Uh, the Melvins have a new record called Hold It In. Their first foray back is just a four-piece in quite a long time, and it is so good. It is the best record they've put out in probably a decade. And it's if you are a Nirvana fan and you don't know the Melvins, literally Kurt Cobain's one of his direct influences yeah. to to start Nirvana, and yeah. he was a briefly for like two gigs a roadie for the yeah, Melvins. Yeah, Buzz, King Buzzo, Buzz the singer, frontman, took... Cobain under his wing and just he was like kind of like you to Phil Cody just this kid that was so got so much what they were doing that they were just like fuck all right kid come along and that yeah. can end up being Kurt Cobain but uh the new record's great honestly best in a while uh stars have a new record Canadian kind of like art pop band I guess for lack of a better word but definitely pop songs it's called no one is lost it's 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 interesting it's very kind of 80s power pop but it's 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 good. I'm glad they're back. Okay. They always make good music. And then last but not least, uh, a former friend, I guess friend, uh, Andrew McMahon has a new record out called Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. It's his now, new is that band. the name of the record? I heard that's the name of the actual project. I believe it's both. Okay. I believe the bolt the band is called Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, and the record is is self titled. But like, if he performs, it'll say Andrew McMahon yes, in, in the, the Wilderness. Yes, absolutely. He which he's doing. A little strange. Um, Does he bring the Wilderness. And with it's him really and good, man. It's really good. He I I. I love the first Jack's Mannequin record. I started to fall off as they went on. I, I thought it started to take itself a little first bit too seriously. First one's really good. Yeah. But he's he's writing pop songs again. It's I like this a lot. And that's Andrew McMahon, who was originally in Something Corporate. Yes. Who um, Army of Freshmen played with very, very early on. Very early on. We saw Something Corporate. We played with Something Corporate when literally... I mean, I, I mean, this, this is going to sound like a stretch, but they were almost like high school seniors or yeah. like right out of high school. Right out of high school. I think. Yeah. yeah I they mean, were like 18, 19. Yeah. We saw very interesting in it from far away. We were never super close with those guys, but we had a relationship. I was somewhat cool and knew Andrew. Yeah. Um, and Always uh, nice, man. Always, yeah. always nice people. Always nice dude. We're super nice dude. That's a so. band and an artist that you could have a really interesting conversation about because I know people that feel very differently about corporate and Jack's mannequin. Like I know some people that get very religious about Andrew McMahon that thinks he, they, they think he's like one of, I want to say like the most underrated or one of the most important songwriters of that scene or that generation. And then you can find people that feel he's also really overrated because of the cult like nature of some of his fans, which is anybody that has a cult like status. I yeah. mean, anybody who's that lauded and cause people that love his work, love it. Yeah. And I really do think he's a, a talented guy. I no, think, no doubt. He writes no great doubt. songs. He's really good. But I'm not saying that I'm in either camp. Totally. I'm just saying. You but know. anytime you get people where there's people that are that fanatical about it, you always get haters, man. Anybody that's that successful, that young, and and still remains to be a nice dude, and you're going talented. to get haters. You're and, just and, gonna. And there's a reality to that because um, something corporate and Andrew McMahon, for that matter, uh, at least early on, really fast tracked it. They got Absolutely. big in their local town, and they were on drive through, and drive -thru they were on picked MCA. Them up, but the second they got on drive through, I mean. It was that was drive through with their pinnacle, and they you know? and they Money. had a hit uh, on K Rock, which yeah. was the big Los Angeles radio station, and it was like whoa, six months ago 
you were playing and a big all video. That shows. was a video, a hit video on MTV. Huge. Hit video on Fuse when Fuse was brand new. Yeah, they had a real weird pop. Very, very interesting band. Yeah, a couple, couple interesting stories, especially with one of the members I knew and wasn't a huge fan of. Well, there's always an asshole in every band. But the other dudes are awesome, mm-hmm. including Andrew. So, yes, um, great. Well, hey, let's get into a subject. We have, uh, I think, what could be a really, really interesting topic this week, mm-hmm. and that is guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasures. Let's define guilty pleasures here because it's not, it needs to be something that most people either don't understand, like, or respect. It needs to be something that has a slight tinge. So of, it's not, as Dan said, it's not like jerking off, like something you do that's pleasurable <laughs> that you have Catholic guilt for doing. Because everybody absolutely loves not. I mean, okay, this Good. isn't a podcast about kick-ass things that you can do by yourself. Okay, yeah, not this time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah. Um, I think it's more like something that, um, and it can't be something that like people thinks cool. I'm gonna throw an example out. Lord of the Rings. We mentioned that earlier. People love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. If you're like, I love Lord of the Rings, it's my guilty pleasure. That's nothing to be guilty about. It's not it's a guilty of, pleasure. It's one of the I'm biggest sorry. books of all time, one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah, it's, it's like, I'm not ashamed that I have, you know, I'm about Star Wars as I am. Exactly. That's part, yes. <laughs> that was, you said like, I yes, love yes, I have changed my middle yes. name to Lando, but I mean, yeah. I, don't, I rarely bring you that up a conversation even, and someone's like, you what? You can't even find somebody that doesn't like Star Wars and if they did, they probably should be executed. Yeah, you know, that's, that's true. It's not mostly just because they don't know it or they're too young to appreciate it. If I find it, that right. out, that's the last conversation I have with that human. Exactly. Because, because they're not to be trusted, not because they don't like Star Wars. Yeah, it needs to be something that is, you know, takes a little bit of heat or maybe you're a little embarrassed of so forth and so on. We have a couple. We have some from uh, the listeners. This is hard because I only like the finest shit. <laughs> Totally. And I don't really know what guilt is. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, and I, I understand where you're coming from on that thing. So we, Dan and I, then can judge whether or not that's a legit guilty <laughs> sure, pleasure. Sure. You may, and, and you should love it. There should be no such thing as a guilty pleasure. If you like something, you should fucking like it. Absolutely. But we're saying how maybe society in general Agreed. treats it. So, Dan, you want, want to start us off? Do you have a guilty pleasure? I, you know, I'm really struggling to find one because I kind of back everything that I like. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, and but, that's fine. It's you not should what back. you like, but think about what, like, it's something that if you brought up in, in conversation, just in general, there's going to be one person in the crowd that's going to be like, Ugh. like, they're going to prejudge you just for that like. Yeah, I don't give a shit about one person. No, though. here we go. <laughs> no. Dan is incapable okay, so of having guess, a guilty pleasure. I guess in, in our circle, my guilty pleasure with you guys would be electronica, electronic music. Because you guys pretty much all hate it. But but I'm it's not true. like, well, I'm embarrassed that people know that I like electronic. I fucking like it. You shouldn't be embarrassed. I'm just saying that but it's... I think that's, that's a good... That's a polarizing one. It though. is. That's sure. something okay. that, like, I don't like it. Don't. I yeah. don't get it. And yes. And I, unless you're European or like a 20-something trying to find themselves... Enlightened individual. You're, or you're, Dan. <laughs> or Dan. <laughs> or 30-something. It tends to not be universally accepted is what I'm saying. I'm not... Yeah, no, I wasn't okay. shitting on you. Yeah. I wasn't backing yeah, yeah. We're not here to shit. We're not here to judge. But that's a good example, Electronica. And it, let's talk about uh, talking about specifically like house. Like you're down with the house. Not so down with the house. Now, are like, there genres you oh, dig? I don't know them that well. I mean, I just kind of like what I like. I think what How I like feel is about more the dubstep. Are you a fan uh, of Dead Mouse? I do like Dead Mouse. I don't like all of Dead Skrillex? Mouse. I do like Skrillex. I don't like all of Skrillex. It's a little too juvenile for me like it's not as complicated or as complex it doesn't have the depth that some of the other stuff does like m83 or even like older doth punk but or m83 just call m83 electronica well they're like because to influenced. me sure but that's like they're also like 
half shoegaze. They blend genres all over the place because I love the shit out of the band. But that's what I'm saying. That's the electronica that I really, really like. Okay. I still like me some Chemical Brothers and some Dead Mouse and some, some of the shit that you guys don't. But it's not limited to just like, well, it, I like shit. You lost me at Daft Punk, though. Now, yeah, you do you listen to that, that alone? Like, is that something yeah. that in some ways, like, depending, you know... Depending on my mood. Like, if you were driving down do the street... Do you, like, turn on a stop. strobe light and dance around in your room? Like, That's, I don't even have regular lights in my house. <laughs> I have strobe lights and mirror balls. So Dan lives in the dark and <laughs> listens to Skrillex. I mean, when I'm coding in the Matrix, bro... <laughs> That's what I do. Well, I think that's a good example. I think yeah. that, but there's a lot of people that love electronica, but the people that don't are someone like myself who's like, God, I can't even stand yeah, it. Yeah, no, but that's definitely, it's not, that's not universal. That's definitely a guilty pleasure. So I'll you keep that, that okay. out of the van and when we go to the UK. I don't want to hear your driver. <laughs> well, fortunately, you're not driving. Exactly. So. <laughs> you are not at the whim of my driving I gotta say, though, taste. there were days where you'd be up there and you'd put that on and I'd be <laughs> in that front bench and it would lull me to sleep like a, like an infant. <laughs> it, I mean, it's got its place and it's got its it's got its uh, benefits. How about you, guy? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay on the music tip, and I'm gonna say. Yeah, I got I got a music one too. So we'll start with music, and I'm gonna go genre too because I was gonna go with a specific artist, but I think this is a. I, I'm gonna say ska music because ska music. Hmm. If you bring that up in most. Because what happens with ska music is it lays dormant. It's like fucking herpes. All the time. Yeah. It lays it dormant and, and it's there and it's hanging around and there are yeah. people in the know. There's it's like real big fish. They're always there. They're a subculture, but then every ten once years every or so, 10 years, yeah. all of a sudden it's everywhere uh-huh. and you cannot avoid and it. There and there's are nothing people you can do. You can, you can oh, yeah. bathe in Valtrex and it's not yeah. going away. And that's. So, I mean, I take a lot of shit for liking ska. And I'm not talking about, like, I like the specials. Yeah, everybody likes the fucking specials. No I shit. go deep in the old shit. I love a lot of the new shit. I love bands like ME330. I love bands like the Slackers. It was great. There's some great fucking bands. And, and I get a lot of shit for it because it's certainly not cool. And here's the thing with Guilty Pleasures. But with it's great. Electronica and ska. The people that are into it are very yeah. defensive of it like because some of the some of the most conceited music we've talked about this some of the most conceited music fans terms of genre that i ever met hands down are ska people ska kids i've the only time that i feel like we've ever literally been booed and or heckled was honestly uh when we opened up for real big fish in colorado once it's the only time Uh, i can ever flag wagon was pretty bad I don't remember Lagwagon being bad. I don't. The, no one was, was into it. No was one was into just, it. That's what I mean. That was like course. opening for the Buzzcocks, where it was just silence. Yeah. It wasn't like you oh. also asked me for my knife after this well, show because you thought somebody was going to kill you. No, different. He, different Kai was going to fight story. a bouncer. That was a different. I wasn't a bouncer, but that was a whole different. Right. That was some. That was some. That was some interwoven shit that really. Yeah, we'll do, do a, a podcast on. Uh, yeah, that's a good podcast. They uh, have a new record coming out. So I saw that. Fair enough, but but that was like I had somebody walk up. Not walk up to me, but oh, I remember this. You, you may have been with me. Yeah. Um, uh, I passed somebody in the audience after we had played, and somebody I, I don't even remember at this point because it's been quite a few years like 2008 when this happened. But I passed somebody and they talk shit on me like the first, like to his buddy, two guys sitting there, something like, You fucking suck, or your band fucking sucks. Like, literally, that had never happened to me. And I've played bad shows, I've bombed, I know people that don't like me, but I've never had someone literally. Yeah. So, dude, and, and again, I am certainly not a tough guy. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a little bitch, but I turned and fucking got in that guy's face, fucking nose to nose and be like what the 
fuck did you just say? And he's like, nothing, nothing. I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Because I was tense. I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, fucking, you I just, knew you just had a bad show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, was like, an awkward. We yeah. were giving it hell. We were doing our goddamnedest, and it was fucking crickets. Yeah, and it was booze. Like, there was a couple booze. Booze. And, couple- and it was, and it was for no reason other than we didn't have horns. I mean, literally. Aaron literally. Barrett said that he was like, you know what? It's just this is why we don't take out not like non bands because when we do, this is just what happens. It's not that you that they don't like you guys because you're bad he's they just don't like you guys because you're not playing ska yeah it was it was pretty remarkable it was really Fucking really racist but but here's the thing about like my ska love is much like dan clark's electronica love where i'm very discerning i don't like all of it because a lot of it is shit yeah. a lot of it is is only big because it's ska and i don't think it's it's good but i i certainly love i like the fact that it's starting to kind of bubble up again like we're we're getting to that 10 year mark where it's yep. going to explode again and there's going to be some band that's going to be huge and mm. everyone's going to fucking hate them but i'm ready too. i'm ready all right i got i'll stick with the music topic to round it out my guilty pleasure with music is folk music i like and when i say folk music like you said ska like i like it all oh i know i I like like i like the stuff that literally your grandparents listen to i'm talking like the weavers woody guthrie pete Seeger, and this is stuff that i'll listen to in my own just you know my own personal time and i really like it and i know some of it is hokey is all frigging hell and some of it like you know gets a little too hokey for me but i'm a fan of old school folk music like i listen to peter paul and mary not because it's a joke in meet the fockers and he's listening to puff the magic dragon like i listen to it because i really really like it like i go to folk music concerts like some of the best shows i've seen are people that are literally like you know, I'm the youngest person in the audience. But one thing I will say about the genre is if you want to be the young guy at a show, which I never am anymore, go to a folk concert because people look at you like you're five years old. They can't believe you're there. But all those artists that I like, they're dying out. I mean, it's almost all gone. I mean, there's only a few legitimate old school. Yeah, there's a new generation, but I I, I lean towards like the old stuff, like the Puff the Magic Dragon. That song still chokes me up when I hear it. But I mean, there's, you know, it's like anything that was a, you know, it's like, trying to listen to blues now and blue and you know it's like you can pretty much bb king's the only guy left you know yeah. maybe like taj mahal but all those old guys are all fucking dead too mm-hmm. and of course next generation's just kind of watering down what was done all those you know the woody guthrie's of the world pete seegers those are dudes that did it because it came from oh, there they had movement. to do it yeah, yeah. yeah it was there was there was fucking hatred and sadness in it's it. it's definitely the type of stuff when you roll up at a stop sign it would be guilty pleasure because if you roll oh, down yeah. the windows and you crank <laughs> your bumping. peter paul yeah. and mary if you, you know? rolled up there was like a girl that you were flirting with and you you were in the car next to her and you pulled up and she got out of her car and walked up and heard you play and puff the magic yeah. dragon she'd get in there and be like oh man i was fucking flirting with this dude i pulled up and i think he was a murderer yeah totally like it's yeah, totally. like lemon tree very pretty yeah. but the lemon tree sweet that's something you'd kill somebody in a tarantino movie too it's true so that's there's my that's there's my musical reference <laughs> guilty pleasure um let's one. let's keep them cooking uh kai do you have any guilty pleasures outside of the music world yeah many mm-hmm. many many mm-hmm. i'm gonna go oh well, i guess it, it uh, it's music it's just different yeah uh then I'll, I'll get out of there you know i am an absolute sucker sucker and kind of the same oh, thing i know one for you i won't say it, but i've go got ahead. many <laughs> but i'm a sucker for old like campy black and white stag films no 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 like big budget romantic comedies i guess before is romantic comedy like oh. old 
like the Cary Grant movies, but the ones he did for the studio to get out of his contract, where it's just a guy. A a really good one, the Philadelphia Story. Perfect, perfect example. So you're saying black and white rom coms? Yeah, like if I, I, the 40s and 50s. Yeah, when I get when I have nothing that I want to watch on TV, I turn on the cable and I'll turn it to Turner Movie Classics because inevitably there's going to be probably something on there like that that's Mm -hmm. just. I mean, it's just, it's, they're so cheesy and they all end the same, mm-hmm. but I fucking love it. I just love the acting. I love the shots. I love that. Just, it's so easy to digest. There's, yeah. you're never going to be pleasure Because most people would watch that and be like, I'm bored out of my mind. Yeah, I want to go see, it. I want to watch the notebook. And, and I love watching because you'll, you'll in those a lot of the time because the actors then were studio actors. So they did the movies that we all know them for, mm-hmm. but they also did half a dozen just shit pictures just that were pushed out mm-hmm. to make money. So, so in some ways you almost like the ones that aren't well known or good yeah well because you'll get the same quality of acting because these weren't actors that knew the concept of phoning it in they took yeah. everything seriously and they were getting a paycheck and you know you had one take it wasn't like Clooney could just show up and walk out of his trailer it was still they were showing up and so so you'll get these great actors giving these heartfelt performances and just almost overacting in this uh-huh. and i like it i enjoy it that's good it's that's comforting good danny got anything in the movie film world um i got one for tv okay which is close and it's the reason I think it's a guilty pleasure for me is because I'm such not a sports guy, but I really, really enjoy American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> like, I like it a lot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's a pretty big show, though. It is. It is. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, with the general populace, it's not like a guilty pleasure. It's, but it's a little... It, it's For me, it's, it's not really in it's my pretty wheelhouse. pretty cheesy. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it used You're to be... You're not a guy that likes, like, competitors and winning and athletics and mm-hmm. shit like that, you know? Not in the traditional American team sports sense, but I do like, you know, um, a little bit of like kung fu fighting kind of stuff, like martial arts. But American Ninja Warrior, I think for me, is just awesome because it's one person's like individual strength and it's fucking, you just, you against the course and you're fucking badass or you're not. And those courses are fucking crazy. <laughs> They're awesome. And if I wasn't just a fat, lard piece of shit, I would probably try and do it. You give it I a would, run. I would fail miserably. I would root you on though. I'd be like, <laughs> they'd like turn to like the audience, like, and here's his band, you know, <laughs> we'd have like the sign. You know? Like that's, if I were going to do a competitive sport, I would, I would <laughs> want American ninja ing. Well, you know, parkour, that kind of stuff. Like it's just, it's fucking hardcore. I mean, I clearly do not have the physique for it, but, that's cool. Man. I've never been an athlete, but if I was, I was going to be a ninja. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's not something you hear. Dude, often. that's solid, dude. <laughs> I've never had the. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. But I've been watching that show since the beginning, actually, and I've watched the show itself evolve. Okay. And I, I think it was a better show in the beginning. Now it's really hyped, and you know the announcing's terrible. It's really sportsy, and not, it's not as much about the competitors as it should be. But fair enough. You know, uh, I'm going to go with one. Uh, in keeping in the the movie TV world, and that's um, uh, 70s sci-fi TV shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm going to throw that out there because I'm talking about cheese here. I'm talking about back when it was cheesy. I'm talking the original Battlestar Galactica. Buck Rogers. The original Buck Rogers in the 25th century. The original Incredible Hulk. The $6 million man. There's something about that era. (laughs) The movie Flash. There's something about that era of the TV. They're cheesy little spacey adventures and 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 effects weren't good yet. And that's what makes them really cheesy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people watch that now and I'm like, this is hoke. Like dudes with feathered hair. A little kind of sexist with the chicks where they're all like, you know, like super kind of like slutty space outfits. The aliens don't look good. I just rubber costumes. Yeah, everything's rubber. Did you ever get into? Did you ever get into the prisoner? I feel like I don't even know that. Oh, the 
pretty. Gee, man, I'm about, bell to, for me I'm about to blow your mind. Nobody knows of it. Huh. Just trust. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you the box set. It's going to blow okay, your mind. Cool. I just, I like that era and I don't like it too early. I don't like the black and white 60s serial stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and even in the 80s, it started to get like a little like good but mm-hmm. something about that late 70s was almost this period but oh, trust me if I, I if you put that on some of the stuff that I'm talking about and buck you see Rogers. the afros and the buck oh, rogers so good like you know the, the good guy's got a hairy chest and he's in like white tights and he's battling <laughs> like a Dracula that looks like a rubber mask at a costume store and they can't be see like, so they're just walking slow <laughs> yeah, like they can't really move true. you'd be like this is horrible but I, I got a soft spot for that for sure I'm with you I'm, I'm with you in there cool these are amazing uh, um, let's keep keep going kind of anything uh out of the film world or music world that you want to touch on guilty pleasure in your life hmm. you said you have a couple that you know me i mean i i in the same i i'll stick to the film but i much like <laughs> you have bad sci-fi i have a weakness you have Raven weakness Simone. weakness weakness uh-huh. for bad horror movies and i'm not talking about classics i'm not even talking about b movies i'm Uh talking about c and below ed wood stuff ed wood like the all of the vincent price stuff he did in the 70s for roger corman that Uh like all the edgar Allan poe ones he did a slew of edgar Allan poe horror movies in the 60s and 70s that they take these Edgar Allan Poe poems that are short poems and short stories and they make them into 90 minute movies and I love I've been watching them all month every October it's all I do and I just so I need deep in it and I absolutely love real them real bad horror movies but if you bring that up like when you're talking horror with people that are really not not horror fans but people that are talking about the classics and you uh-huh. try to start to bring that shit up it, it gets awkward really quick because even a lot of horror fans kind of think of those as like very sellout-ish kind of movies, but I love them. I like that. Dan, anything else for you on, in your world? <laughs> I got one that uh, it's still in, in entertainment, but it, no worries. It's, uh, I think it works for you and I both. <laughs> and I think <laughs> you know what she said. I think you know where I'm going. And it's not really, it doesn't really apply. I may, any, I may. It doesn't really apply anymore. Can I guess? You can guess. Dawson's Creek. Fucking A. Yeah! There was a period. <laughs> that is a defines guilty yes, pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. T- tell the audience. So I there mean, was a period when... when <laughs> dark days, When man. I first... Not long after I first met you. This was probably 1999, maybe. Or, no, 98, 99. Yeah. Chris, you were working at the Teltron Internet Cafe. Yeah. I was working... Dear uh, listener, soak that in. An yeah. internet cafe. Because this was a bygone era. Chris, you were working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. At a coffee shop, no yeah. less. Mm. And we just, I mean, we were like 19 or 20. We couldn't drink. Mm-hmm. This town is dead for people that age. There's no one to hang out with. There's, There's not a university here. You can't yeah. go to bars. There's no colleges. There's nothing fun to do. You so can like go to golf and stuff. I'm fresh out of high school on the East Coast. You're fresh out of high school here, here in Ventura. And and there's nothing going on. Nothing going on. So every Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday night. <laughs> Domino's. You had a deal with Domino's, right? Your Teltron yeah. Internet Cafe had a deal with Domino's. You could get $5 pizzas, which Little Caesars does daily now. But yeah. that was a thing back then yeah. in 1998. And every Wednesday, I would swing by Teltron. We'd pick up a cup of pies. Uh-huh. We'd go back to the Crescentwood Apartments where you lived with, I think, One at the time. Aaron wasn't even there yet. 
and we just fucking watched Dawson's Creek. And we'd Creek. sit on beach chairs. Sit on beach chairs. There was no couches in this apartment. There was beach chairs and a van chair. Also, no girls. No girls. And <laughs> but that was you because know, there were only beach chairs and a van chair. But a lot of that comes, <laughs> and, and a bunch of He-Man figures. Yeah, a lot of that comes yeah. from the fact though that there were no girls around because that's not a, it's not a our tough age. They were all the way at college. For guys, if you're not at college and you stay in your town, that's but true. You're not old enough Especially to go to bars a town yet. That doesn't have a college because high school girls don't want to hang out with you because it's kind of creepy because yeah, you're not. Going so to it's college, statutory. Yeah, it could be statutory by a year. So you're stuck in that weird zone. Yeah. And anybody in college wants to hang out with people in college, and anybody 21 wants to go drink at a bar. So Dan and I literally we could just none ate of those pizza things. and watched. We got caught up, maybe like two seasons worth of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And and I think we saw the glory seasons. We did. It got really lame towards the end. Totally. But yeah. I, I don't watch it anymore. I no. have no desire to me see neither. it. But you know, it was something ever I looked forward to every Wednesday night. Same thing happened to me something. in high school with Melrose Place. Melrose Place. I had that with it my was, so-called life. It was also. like religion, man. I would. I would People love my, my so-called nights. life, though. Fucking hey. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not a guilty pleasure. I, I enjoyed tell that to my only one sixteen-year-old right? self. Yeah, one season. Mm. The only part guilty about that is that you're supporting Jarrett Leto. <laughs> yeah, I'm fuck not that really motherfucker. That's why I don't like Fight Club. Oh, Even though name. Fight Club's amazing, I hate you. Book's Leto. still better. Agree. Different though. Yeah. I got one for Very you. Different. I got one for you guys. It's uh, not in in the entertainment world, if you will. And uh, that is, man. A lot of these are entertainment, but Brussels sprouts. <laughs> okay, I like um, not a guilty pleasure. I like newspapers and magazines. And you do. they are not cool anymore. But and I not, still not the fun ones. And I still love <laughs> getting a newspaper and reading a you paper. Like Macworld. I love getting a magazine. I love articles and magazines. And I know that's <laughs> just the internet now. I know it's just the internet now. <laughs> but I mean, people are. You know, it's it's gotten weird. Like if well, you yeah. guys mocked me for a long time just because I would always dirty the van up with newspapers. Mm-hmm. But now it's almost like weird like if you have one on a plane i was on a plane recently and i don't want to say that the dude was mocked but people were visibly looking at him because the newspaper's so big yeah you know what i mean and there's pieces everywhere and he's cracking it open and everybody's like dude go to yahoo.com cnn.com not to mention you're like pissing on the environment by doing that and you're you're reading news (laughs) from like a a day before the news is a day old anyway exactly but I still like the, I still like print. I still like newspapers. I like the culture there, of there, that. There is a thing, just the ritual of having a paper. Like I enjoyed that too. I, I mean, obviously, I don't read the paper anymore. But you know, sitting down with a paper and, and feeling the print in your hands and like the, you open it up and you fold it backwards and you fold it over and you flip to the next page and oh, yeah. this continues on B six. Like there was something cool about that. It was a bit like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, but like, over but it, like the newspaper culture, new, a news, like a yeah. newsman. A new, I'm a newspaper guy. Yeah, like, I can't imagine. What? Now they're bloggers. Now it's websites. How many and paper boys do you think there are in like a given in, in a city the size Two? of Ventura? Like, yeah, like three. Dude, you make a good point. Who has there, a subscription there, now? There's a job that's been devastated. It's Even been our gone. our daily paper here is called the Ventura County Star, and it does the whole county of Ventura, not just the city. But they just laid off twenty people yesterday, which, I'm is, sure. which is a big deal for a paper like that. You know, it's yeah. hard times. But still, like newspapers, still like yeah. magazines. I'll, but I'll go along that same line. Yeah. I am a guilty pleasure of man that likes. I love. I'm a reader. I don't watch TV. No, you Everybody, read a lot. I'm jealous of how much you read. Actually, I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure, it, man. But it is, man, because nobody says age. like you read. But, bitch. but I'm constantly I mean, like, in social situations where people are like, hey, man, did you watch this show? No. Do you watch this show? No. Do you watch this movie? No, I didn't do that. Oh, uh, what do you do, man? I read. Oh, cool. Would you read? Or But then the reverse, hey, oh, cool. You were going to see that movie? Did you read the book? The what? But <laughs> I don't also don't 
I don't do the ebooks. No, me I neither. Do, me neither. I still go to the fucking well, and book people local independent bookstore thing. and buy the book. I just need to hold the damn book. Yeah, I'm man. reading and I'm reading and I hate hard. And Dan, I'm re- straight ebook. You're all. The oh yeah, way. I love it. No, yeah, yeah I'm I can carry the, them all in my. Pocket. Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm reading the new David Mitchell book right now, and I'm. It's like a 700 page book or 600 page book, and it's you know it's a big hardback, and I'm like reading night, falling asleep, and this fucking heavy books falling mm-hmm. on my face. Uh, it's cool, but I still enjoy it. I'll throw another one out there. Something that I like a lot that's outside of the realm. I like trivia. I like trivia nights. I like, I like trivial pursuit. How can you not play quiz up, man? I got quiz up. I mean, nobody plays it anymore, but I do. I got super hooked on quiz up for like two weeks and I OD'd on it and I never went back. (laughs) I don't know what it is with those apps. Like I'm not an app guy. Every once in a while, I'll hear you guys talk about one and I'll just get it and i'll be addicted for like a week and then i'll just never want to click on it again i clicked on it quiz up the other night by accident i was like oh fucking quiz up you know what i mean because like i played like a thousand games in two days i like playing know? it with people that i know uh-huh. like especially if, if you're sitting across the room from each other or like you know my friend jacqueline that's in the uk like i play it with her sometimes when we're facetiming or whatever just because it's fun but i don't just play it my problem with that i how i fell out is that i wasn't playing with my friends i was actually just going online and playing with strangers and when right. it first started you could actually pick a category and play with a stranger that was fucking up on that yeah so you could get with somebody and you're like i'm gonna fucking go head to head with you motherfucker and we're gonna we're gonna like beat it style fucking yeah. fight this out nowadays it's just a bunch of people and they just pick fucking categories so i'm uh, going up there fucking acing people on horror movie trivia and they're getting one answer when it's shit like freddy krueger was the villain in yeah. what series and they're like friday the 13th yeah, i'm like, like i want to fucking murder yeah, you like to i'm gonna get in your dreams bit. you need to play bobby donovan in horror movie trivia oh it's yeah see i would love to do that yeah but just trivia in general i think some people think like that's oh it's a lot of fun like i, I would love like if somebody back. breaks out trivial pursuit like i'm in I there's mean, a there there are pub trivia nights oh, trivia are, nights are big, are, we big, just don't have man. many where we live but they're there's, big there's everywhere they're huge in los angeles every major match are they big in santa barbara we could do anything you you're into we could find a pub night in la and go do and go like I went to a Harry Potter one and there were like a hundred people there (laughs) and they were people dressed up like fucking costumes and they were schooling motherfuckers on Harry Potter trivia. It was intense. I bet. I was just going to get drunk and have a little bit of fun and like it shit got so serious. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw another uh, movie one out there. Um, The Rocky movies. Now everybody loves Rocky one. It was best picture. It's one of the greatest movies ever. It's my favorite movie ever. But I rep all of them. And I have often been made fun of like, dude, are you Even serious? The most I, recent one? Oh, absolutely. Which I am an extra in. You can't see me. I'm in the crowd, but I'm there. Um, Is but dick I out? love them. Even <laughs> the one before that? I love them all, <laughs> dude. I love them all. There's <laughs> something to take from all of them. Like, I, I, I will routinely go on YouTube. Take my money back from the ticket taker. No way, dude. I, I, I was actually, this is true and guilty pleasure. I actually found myself oddly enough on YouTube today watching a scene from the Tommy Gun Rocky. <laughs> they all move me. They all motivate me. I love everything about them. Cheesy as they may be. I'm 100% Rocky nut. But there's a lot of people that are like, dude, Rocky 1, maybe Rocky 2, 
everything else is like because that's Ooh. a that's the insult of it. when Ooh. people talk about sequels. I I absolutely disagree with that because I will also give you Rocky three and even parts of four. The problem is if yeah. you took all the montages out of Rocky four, I would love it. But a third of that <laughs> fucking movie is, is montages, but see, but see where I defend or the Russian getting yeah. Buffer. So the first one's a classic. Everyone yeah. can agree. The second one is almost like a continuation of the first. It is. It's, it's like Halloween and Halloween off. two. Yes, very good example, especially same time frame. Yeah, yeah. Did. Rocky three discovered Mr. T. Therefore, it's an important picture. And it was. I thought it was. I think that's a great movie. It's a great one. Rocky four ended the Cold War. Therefore, a very important picture. <laughs> um, you know, they, they single handedly something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they all, they all, they all. Mr. Balboa, tear down that wall. Dragon <laughs> smash. I could do a whole uh, podcast on how that did end the Cold War. But um, let's. You want to get into some listener ones? You guys have any other guilty pleasures you want to throw out? I got one or two more. Me okay, too. go for it, Clark. Uh, on the app tip, my one of my guilty pleasures is chess. I really enjoy playing chess. It's good. I'm not very pleasure. good at it. I just like it. I've been playing is with that John. Guilty though. I feel like people love chess. No man, no, it's so out of fashion. Bring that up in a, Yeah, that's it's true. It's it's. I'm uh, not saying you're gonna get pussy playing chess, but then, <laughs> you know. then it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's sort the of, real definition the real, of a exactly. guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's not gonna get you. Will laid. this help or hurt you getting laid? <laughs> yeah. If you if you're on a first date and you bring that up, how is, how is this night gonna go? That's yeah. not something you bring up on a first date. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So if you want to play chess.com, DX, hit me up. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. That's good. Hi, my name's Dan. There's a period in my chess. life where I watch Dawson's Creek every Wednesday night. I enjoy playing chess. And I wear glasses and I work in IT. And I Can like- I have your number? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Kai, anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to go, and this is going to get me hated. It's all right. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to... S- Step up and back the Star Wars prequels. Ooh. Guilty pleasure. I, I know. wanted to like those so much. Fasc- and they have so many. Fa- yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So know. many points that could. That be- is a guilty pleasure. Could they be better? Yes. Are they as bad as people say? Yes. No. No. The first one and the second one the fr- are two of the no biggest way. disappointments. The ever. second one is the worst. I'll give you that. It's the worst of all six. Phantom Menace is like it's almost like a Munson for like being disappointed. That was like, a dude, running theme through I, all of space was I, the Phantom Menace. I, I like, went, I went out with this girl last night. I got Phantom Menaced, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a guilty yeah, pleasure. Yeah. That is absolutely, absolutely guilty pleasure. And I, I find myself defending it far too often because <laughs> okay, as soon as they find out my Star Wars cynicism, that's the first fucking question any uh, human asks me. How about this? Can you name um, any guilty pleasures that? you think Dan or I am guilty of that we have not we brought up, up or anybody else in the band. Any Anything that you can think of of that's a legit guilty pleasure because I know in my eyes one of yours that I'll definitely throw out oh, there. Oh, I know one of mine that I just thought of. I can't even believe I didn't you ready? think of this. Yeah, yeah. I, let me, let's, let's do it on three. See if we're saying the same thing because okay. it probably are. One, one two, two, three. Cuba Kelly. Get- oh, oh, shit. Oh, those are, oh, you're right. Those wow. are good. Kai is an absolute yeah. whack pack hardcore Rabid. legitimate fan of the Rabid actor fan. Cuba Gooding yeah. Jr. And when I, I forgot because I, I love him so much I didn't even consider it guilty. <laughs> I, and when I say Cuba this isn't the Cuba Gooding that you know that won the Oscar. This is like the Snow Dog. Yeah, the, Jerry Maguire is like not even in my top 10 yeah, Cuba films. Yeah. <laughs> Kai is a hardcore fan of him as an actor. I have seen every movie he's ever done. And, and met and, him. And most of them go straight to DVD. And I also was fortunate enough to be able to tell him this in a restaurant once. So awesome. And he That's was amazing. cool as shit. I kid is. you not. So, so a rich black obviously, I mean, Is he your favorite actor? 
Possibly. I mean, right, not right of all Lindsay time. Bowman. That's obviously Steve McQueen, but but like he's the only guy. <laughs> Who are your favorite actors? Steve McQueen and Kuba. 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 Yeah. No, but he's the guy that I I I IMDb Kuba all the time because he puts shit out on uh, several times a year. Put straight to DVD movies wow. out, and they're they're tough to come by. But uh, yeah, I, I happen to be at a restaurant. And and so everybody knows that I have this Cuba Gooding Jr. thing, and it's unusual. And uh, I happen to be <laughs> put it lightly. Happen to be at a a bar a couple years ago with my girlfriend, and we were at the bar, and we were just sitting there drinking, and you know whatever. And she's she's facing the door, and we're at like the bar area of this restaurant. And she looks down, she goes, "Oh, look, it's Cuba Gooding Jr." And like by now, I've heard this joke a hundred fucking times because every time I get super stoked and look, and it's fucking disappointment. And so it's like every time it's like shaking that box on Christmas day and you think it's exactly what you asked for and it's not, it's a sweater. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> Kaboo Jr. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I look over and like a fucking silhouetted angel under the light, it's Kuba Gooding fucking Jr. So it was amazing. He went and sat down right next to me. I walked over to him. I proceeded to tell him how much I loved his work, including. And, I, and then I you straight shot up, him. <laughs> I straight up name checked new current you know straight can. to DVD movies. We should do a podcast. And he made a joke about how bad his movies are. Celebrity encounters. That's that could be one. a really, really good one. one. Um, yeah, my other one, as I mentioned, is R. Kelly. I think R. Kelly's. Me, I, like I fetish. honestly, I think that his music is incredible and he does not get enough credit because he's a dude that writes records produces every he's a one man i feel though that there's also people that love him and think he's incredible no way dude the people that like him are either like foolish most people that like him they don't like him nobody very few people like him for the right reasons they either like him because it's a joke and they like trapped in the closet because because he's kind of fucking crazy too but underneath you sift away the crazy and he's actually brilliant but the best part is that he uses his absolute brilliance to make songs that are ridiculous and hilarious and he doesn't get the joke it's it's just gift that keeps on giving it's like a Fair it's like a flower that endlessly blooms it's a guilty pleasure can and i own i own every one of his records can you think of anybody uh anybody else in the band god, that I'm has a guilty pleasure of... something like oh my god i can't believe they dig that I don't, Aaron with Britney Spears. Yeah, he had a serious Britney Spears. Yeah, but he didn't like I don't think he liked music. the music. He no, just wanted to fuck her. She was hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Owen's, but he does like some whack ass music. Does. I remember does. one time we were on tour. So Aaron Goldberg doesn't buy anything. He does not spend money on tour. He saves. Well, yeah, like we're not talking about music here. We're talking about anything. Yeah, period. and so we were on tour <laughs> the the last U.S. tour we did, and we all walked in. We'd been a while. We walked into Walmart, and we're like, <laughs> dude, we're in this van. It has a CD player only. Let's just buy some fucking CDs so we can all listen to music. We go in like, yeah, you bought like Dean Martin's. Greatest I bought Dean hits, Martin's like, greatest shit. hits. I bought. Like Creed's greatest hits, you know, all the classics. Scott Stapp. Uh, and all these like ridiculous, you know, we, but we bought generally some good music. Yeah. Aaron walks out and he's got the new cake record, which is okay, but why buy the new one? And he's got <laughs> Sarah Bareilles and he proceeds yeah, to rock that fucking Sarah Bareilles record like it's a, ma- like it's a masterpiece. I mean, that what song was fuck? catchy as fuck, but that was it. It was a catchy tune. Yeah. But it's catchy, but it's not something you ever want to hear again. You just, you happen to hear it and you're like, oh, this could be I'd worse. I'd rather listen to the Michael Buble catchy song. Oh, man. The- to me, it's like getting, <laughs> it's like going to the dentist and them numbing you up before they give you the shot. You know? No, I'm it's not like, saying they're good. I'm just saying they're catchy. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, he likes some bad pop shit. Also, I've got another Aaron one. Modern Country. Oh. He God, loves. Does he really? He loves modern oh, country music. So he does. 
He oh, does. He loves it. Oh, it makes me so angry. He loves it. He, Not that he I likes it, just you, modern country. I guarantee you couldn't name five Hank Williams songs, but he knows every top All ten country song right shit. Now. Yeah. What do you got? I I got his penchant for just, and I give him props for it because it's fucking balls out. But just trying weird shit and just backing it, like when he bought, we were in Nebraska and he went to a we went to a thrift store and he just bought like a vest, like a zip up Marty McFly vest, <laughs> and just rocked it. We're yeah. like, what the fuck is this? We're I don't like, know if that's guilty that? pleasure. That's no, just no, kind of no, shitting on colds. <laughs> the clothes. No, but then the clothespin on the beanie. He's like, this oh, is a that thing. Was weird. I'm doing a thing. Like he just does a thing. Like well, think I think you think about tour. And it goes for anybody is you can lose your mind out there. And he does every time. Yeah, and you <laughs> never can, forget his mushroom hair. Yeah. And you, this is not a slight against Aaron. No, no, no. It's guy, it's anybody. It's, I mean, like, and it's usually the longer ones where you go more insane. Oh, if God. you think about the craziest stuff, not crazy stuff, but the weirdest you've been mentally weirdest mental states. It's never on ten days. It's on it's on the forty four fifty. Yeah. Where you just That's where like, you know what I'm not gonna do? I'm not gonna wash my feet for the rest of the tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's totally. see if we can do that. Yeah, yeah, like that's a good it's, yeah, totally crazy. <laughs> I'll just dangle them out the window. Don't worry, boys. Well let's get let's get to the fresh talk uh listeners here. Let's see what they have to say in terms of guilty pleasures. Um our good friend Brian Para, uh very, very close friend, wow. uh great sound guy, great God, everything. Karaoke so good host, at out promoter. The gentleman who we talked about last week that <laughs> fell out, out of the, the van, van at Heathrow, who's actually getting ready to start his own podcast. I'll tell you guys about it later. Um, ready for this? One word. Kesha. I love her. Oh, that's a great that's guilty great pleasure. One. It's the guiltiest pleasure. Because she's terrible. Yeah, she's, she's terrible. It's terrible. The whole Fergie. idea of what she does is terrible. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to be talented. I'm not even going to do good tunes i'm not even gonna be attractive exactly at least it's like if you're gonna be shitty be the hottest be so yeah. pretty that's like well okay you're, you're famous because you're pretty yeah exactly it's just everything that's terrible but brian parr loves her that's a solid guilty pleasure yes good job brian check um who else we got here our good buddy zeke uh berkeley who's been a, a, a guest ready for this Degrassi, the next Ooh. generation. Ooh. So not not, not not Degrassi High. Not the original Degrassi. Which the, I enjoyed. The comeback Ooh. Degrassi, which is, that's pretty solid. That's definitely. That's solid as fuck. Yeah, it's definitely <sighs> sitcom oriented one. Um, how about this one? Uh, our good friend Frank Cruz, uh, who's up in San Francisco, who wow. recently put out a new record. Frank in a long yeah, time. I, I listened to it. Yeah. Did you check it out? I did. It's yeah, I mean, Not to get too intense. It is about the loss of his son who died very, very tragically. And it's intense. And it's a heavy record. I mean, it's a soul-bearing, intense, intense effort. Um, But it's definitely one worth checking out. Really, really, I'd be willing to say it's an important piece of work. But he says, Counting Crows, Garth Brooks, and Strip Clubs. Obviously, people like them, just not in my circles. It's interesting <laughs> he's mentioned Counting Crows yeah. I, because I almost brought them up. Because really? honestly... I don't the, feel like they're a guilty pleasure. That's, I feel like only because, love them. that's only because of our... you. Yeah, but we all, we all like them. them. But I'm telling you, you someday bring the that up in a strange like circle of people. Band. And a lot of... Uh, you bring that up in front of anybody cool, man. And that's like... It's... It's same with the Gin Blossoms. People go like, ooh. And I think both those bands are fucking great. And like, yeah. Counting Crows to me are so good and so important to me. Go, like, go fuck yourself. But honestly, people really don't like that band. Yeah. So, I they really the think that is like, 
Garth Brooks pop. is a great example because there are people that worship at his yeah. altar, and there's some people that think he's one of the most overrated artists. Well, because of he all was the time. beginning of the end was. of country. I he mean, was, was so big too. He was so. It big. was like Hank Williams Fuck. Jr. and then him, and they ruined he country. Changed they it, ruined yeah. country hand in hand. Yeah, but the guy's got a tune or two that are actually really. And his live cool shows songs. fucked up. If yeah. you have not seen him live, I'm telling you, I saw him in the midst of me hating him, and he blew my mind. Frank's got a really good one here: strip clubs. I think that that's a great example of guilty pleasures because there's some people that are offended by them. There's some people that don't there's, like there's them. There's a pretty big stigma yeah, about I'm not clubs. offended by them. I Me just either. don't enjoy them. Yeah. Everything's expensive. The drinks suck. The girls are never very good looking. And they're just like, at, sure, yeah. their titties are out, but it's like, do you want like a those titties? I'd rather like just well, I'm gonna well, look a little harder and see part. some nice I'm, titties. I'm going to bank back Frank. I like them. I don't like the things you guys discussed, but the general concept of a bunch of dudes having an actual dude place. Yeah, but the premise doesn't isn't fulfilled no, in my opinion. Exactly. Well, Frank, it's always a letdown. Frank, I like your guilty pleasure, and you're more than welcome to invite me next time you attend a Counting Crows show or a strip club. Or both. Or both. If you want to go see the Counting Crows and see a strip club, I'm down for that night. Um, Counting Crows play the titty bar. I'll be there. Yeah, totally. I don't and, hate him that much. And check out Frank's music ah. uh, on Twitter. You can follow him at New Deal Band. At New Deal Band. Uh, good friend Kayla Lee at underscore crossing over. Um, here's a UK one that I can't even relate to, but I think I know what it is. I seriously hate myself for this, she says but I just can't help but watch Jordy Shore. Ooh. Please don't hate me. It's a source of shame. There must now, be that, like Jer- their it Jersey is, it Shore. Is. It it's their Jersey is. Shore, which I think it's kind of like Chavis, but Jordy's like who it. are up north. In Newcastle, yeah. Uh-huh. I guess that's a big show it's, over there. It's a very clever likes. title. Anyway. Great. Great, yeah. That that <laughs> title alone is solid. You know? I've never seen an episode of Jersey Shore. I've never. I'm very proud to say that, that was a guilty pleasure of mine for sure. Jersey Shore, yeah. I, I watched never, the first two seasons. I never liked that show until they started putting our music on it. Then I was a huge fan. See, I was already over. I couldn't even watch it at that point. Yeah. Um, All I saw were the scenes that you. I would go to your house and you'd fast forward to our parts. It was perfect. <laughs> I was uh, she also says, and I think a lot of have, a lot of people probably have this guilty pleasure, boy bands that I listened to when I was really young for nostalgia. I, I still listen to them now. I got to say, though, I back her on that. I like a lot of boy bands. Yeah, you had an sync thing, didn't you? I still do. I like their, not their first record, but I love their second and third records. I really do. And their live show still to this day, one of the best live shows I've ever seen. I, I talked about it. Fuck okay. me up, dude. It's Broadway. It's Broadway. Um, our good friend from Fleckman Records, Frankie G, who is at Funtime Frankie G. Definitely somebody worth following. A, a really good writer. Covers a lot of interesting stuff. Very clever. She says, onesies. Wearing a onesie feels like Matthew McConaughey hugging you all over your body. I have eight well, and, you put it and that no way. one must see. Man, when I wear them, it feels like someone's trying to strangle my feet. Yeah, or murder my balls. Yeah, both. My, my, my <laughs> well, that sums it up. Because yeah. my, <laughs> I was trying to think for a second. Wait, I was trying to make murdering a, my balls cool. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about my genitals being a foot long, and I it just I just fell apart. Good try. Um, that's a good one though. Onesies. I mean, I'm sure there's apparently some people love wearing them, and other people are like, "What?" There's got to be wearing? a fetish, Frankie. There's got to be a fetish group for that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, look that up, Frankie. There's a fetish group. Uh, they're for probably that. called onesies. Um, yeah, going totally. to the onesies meetup. Uh, Graham, our good buddy, who's going to be driving us over in the. UK next month at Graham. Big Pile of Graham. Graham, Graham hole. Uh, here's a reference <laughs> to a conversation I was having with him today. He was stuck at an airport and he mentioned that there was a girl who had a really nice bottom 
that he saw. So I, of course, hit him up and said, dude, send a pick. And he was like, <laughs> I'm not a pervert, right? So he says, his yeah, chival- you are. His, yes, he is. Goddamn um, English gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're chivalry. He's totally. Welsh. You know he's, he's Welsh. J- JPEG that up. Yeah, dude. of course he did. Um, he wrote back, he jade. My, my guilty pleasure is hanging around airports taking pictures of ladies' bums to send to American friends to perv on. Right up the hoop. And I think you should be proud of that, Graham. I don't yeah. think that's anything that's, to feel that's guilty That's not a guilty. About. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's being a good friend. Uh, uh, our buddy Keha, uh, who is at I was the turkey underscore, who was our uh, comic book expert, he says, top 40 Pandora station, Pandora station. I belt out the course to amnesia and all about that base. I don't know what that means. Uh, that means top 40 music. spoken code. Straight uh, up. So just top 40 music. Oh, man. You know? All right. That makes me as angry as top 40 country. Yeah. Well, to, to each his own. Yeah, it's totally cool. Um, kids, man. Kids. kids. Uh, Sarah. Uh, yeah, you're Sarah. a good, so he's a good social networker. I he's quite agree. A, I, agree. I quite enjoy him. He's he's funny, man. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorite his, interactors. I love his, uh, he has deep obsession with Scarlett Johansson, which yeah. I totally respect. Like He's <laughs> totally that guy at like two in the morning, like, at Scarlett Johansson, been thinking about you again. <laughs> like she's the guy that she wakes up and checks her Twitter feed. Like, oh Jesus, some dude called I was the turkey I, underscore <laughs> block. Yeah. Got a restraining order Kiaha. for sure. I, uh, I smelled her once. <laughs> uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Sacto. That's how we know her. At Sarah underscore Marie says caramel popcorn. People love caramel popcorn though. I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure. People love yeah, that. That's, that's, that's delicious. Yeah. Um, listening to Miley Cyrus, I think that goes back to the top 40 fetish we talk about. <sighs> um, how about this? Uh, here's a good one. A cigarette while drinking or drunk. That's the definition of a several, guilty pleasure. I know several. I know many people that are so that many are people do that. that. Don't you think that's a good example? Because that's something good. that people you would even feel bad about. Like, oh if man, I smoke cigarettes. They usually do. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That could be a home <laughs> run example. Lisa, Lucy Marie, God, our good friend Lucy on, over on the East Coast at Lucy uh, Murray. Do you say? Do you say Marie? It's uh, Murray. I Murray. It's Murray. Like at Bill Lucy Murray. Murray, and she must have got that Twitter handle early because if you have two common names like that, usually like you can't find it. You know, so at Lucy Murray. Ready? Uh, four words, she says. Men in black, two. Oh, I like men in black, two. I like them I both. I back that. Yeah. I like the third one. Okay. Okay. They didn't fall apart for you guys? The third one. No, they didn't. I mean, the first one's the best, but they're they're Great. close. They're close for me. Okay, cool. She and, didn't, I mean, she didn't say Ocean's 12. Oh, oh God. That's just that. that oh, yeah. Let's do a, a podcast on some of the worst sequels of all time, because yeah. I could make a stance for that to be number one. I, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> cool. Uh, we got a couple more here. Um, what do we got here? Uh, okay. Jessica Ryan hits us up on Facebook, and uh, she says, cheesy biopics. The cheesier, the better. An example <laughs> is Mommy Dearest. Okay. So bad, but memorizing to, mesmerizing to watch. That's a good guilty pleasure. That's a, that is. That's, and that's like those like lifetime slash Hallmark yes. movies. Oh God. Yeah, but those can be strangely they addicting. They're, but they're written to be like with the exactly. dramatic music. I mean, that's I fully support that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin Blake says, and here's the ultimate guilty pleasure next to smoking cigarettes when drunk. Got to be wrestling. Pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, pro wrestling. <laughs> I almost brought that up. Yeah, that's, it's almost too obvious. Dustin, I totally as, But only as an you. adult. A kid, it's totally cool. But there's yeah. a point where you hit, like once you get into high school, if you still like it, all of a sudden, it becomes shameful. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, too many things once you John's get brother, Fair Jeff Jeff Swaven, uh-huh. uh, our good friend. He's driving us to the airport. Um, ready, ready for this one? Country music from the eighties. Oh, which is almost worse than new country. 
I mean, eighties country music. It's is like the gateway bad. drug to the new country. It's bad. It is. Bad. It's bad. I can't can't imagine. I don't that, even dude. know what eighties country. I can't is. imagine that punk rock ska guy with his nose ring running around blasting <laughs> Dolly Parton. That just sounds With bizarre. That kind of country. Okay. Unbelievable. They're like Conway Twitty. Um, yeah, Con- <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> listening to Conway Twitty. That's great. Um, Tanya Christensen Pedersen says, TLC. Blaring crazy, sexy, cool. As my teenagers inform me, I am no longer cool. I don't want no scrubs. Hmm. TLC. That's a guilty pleasure. That's kind of the, oh yeah. That's kind of the Kesha of that generation. Yeah, Definitely. I can't back that. Yeah. But I do Coolio. like. But I do like a lot of that weird same era. Like I, you know what I love? I love, love listening to on a regular basis. The first Belle DeVoe record, Poison. Uh, ABC, I fucking, and I don't just listen to Poison, the song. I listen to that record top to bottom. I wow. love it. Ready for this? This is almost like a companion piece. Um, A good friend of mine that I grew up with in Kate May, who I just found out as a podcast listener and a legit keeper of the punk rock flame. Like one of those guys that was punk rock in high school and he still is, no matter what he does for a living. Just great taste. Like the first guy to absolutely like discover all not the first guy but he was the guy that got into the epitaph bands hard you yeah know? yeah just a wonderful guy i think you may have met him once or twice i Hi. have jeff small I, we, we had a conversation oh, yeah. about this. ready for this salt and pepper salt and pepper's back again <laughs> but salt and pepper is almost yeah. like tlc they were precursors for yeah. sure yeah i like salt well some uh, push it's a good song i own that, that cassette yeah but they fell apart that record hard. actually was all right what was called black's magic that was a decent record man <laughs> Yes, it was called Black's Magic. Yeah, I know. I still have that. You know why I know that? Because I had it on cassette too. (laughs) That's so good. Push It's a hard tune. Fuck yeah. You want to hear something awful? We wrote a Push It joke, a salt and pepper joke in the movie Betting on Baker, and we can't use it because it's something weird like he hums, the actor hums the tune. Uh, See what I'm saying? So we can't get clearance for it, you know? And it was a great joke. It was a jerk-off joke, of course, but, you know, yeah, we lost that. It's lost the time. Oh, man, I did so much jerking off to salt and Peppa back in the day. <laughs> that shoot video. Woo! Shoot, yeah, because they were always talking about sex. Let's talk about but, sex, And they were getting, baby. like, half naked, and when you're, like, 12 years old. And when you're 12, old, you get a boner to everything. Absolutely. You know? and Somebody and that says was, sex, and you're like, Rush, probably. And it was, like, a big MTV video at the time, yeah. so that shit would come on, shoot, shoop. and I'd be like, shoot, locking the door to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoop. Shoop has a whole new meaning shoop. for me. <laughs> Shoopy doo. Shoop and I still know every lyric to that song simply because I jerked off to it so many times. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, here we go. Uh, dude. Uh, one of my favorite promoters of all time, and I mean this, Andy Gallen- Gallanders from oh. who put at the Great Club Central Station yeah. um, in Wrexham. Wrexham. Beautiful a, brother, yeah. Phil. Just a good dude. Great, great family. Wales. Very, very good to us. Great people. Can't, that's a type of guy I look forward to seeing next month. He says, mine got to be pop bands from the late 90s. I'm talking pure bubblegum. Now, this is UK. Handsome. Like Bewitched and S Club 7. Okay, so that's like the boy, boy band equivalent. Earlier this year, I became a screaming teenage girl at an S club when they did a five song appearance at Central Station for a student night. I'm 25 and it was like being 10 again. Perfect guilty pleasure. It's amazing. That's amazing. Shortly after that, Andy was arrested. (laughs) (laughs) um, He was 25 with 10 year olds screaming violently in a crowd. Wrecks him. I killed him. Great job, Andy. Good for you. That is a good one. Jimmy Jam writes, when are you boys coming back to Austin? That's not a guilty pleasure, Jimmy, but um, hopefully soon. Maybe uh, it is. Yeah, Tracy Moore. Oh, Tracy Moore, I don't know if you get this. A friend of ours over uh, in the UK, she says Toy Story 1. 
There's nothing guilty oh, about that. No. The yeah, world loves amazing. Toy Story <laughs> 1. It's one of the greatest animated pictures of all time, Agreed. if not the greatest. She also says Johnny Cash. Johnny oh, Cash okay. is maybe bo- maybe bo- in that, the UK. That's beloved. That's a stone cold beloved. Yeah. Nothing guilty yeah. about that. He's no, the white Bob Marley. But but she says crossword puzzles. Oh, that, I'll, give you that. I'll give you that. That's, that's good a good one. one. That could be something you know. It's, it's pretty age specific. A lot of uh, baby boomers still do crossword puzzles. Crossword. It's, it's a sort of a bygone thing. But okay, all right, but fair so, enough. Yeah. Mike Liff, Mike so Life. He's <laughs> he says this is Fuck good. You. He says kittens and soft clothes are my guilty pleasure. Does that count? Kittens in soft clothes? Kittens and soft clothes. What happens when those kittens turn into cats? Do you just get rid of them? (laughs) But he says, hey, if that doesn't work, it's beer and weed. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mike, that's a great answer. I'm guessing he likes to get fucked up and just touch soft things. (laughs) I'm seeing a connection here. Yeah, that guy knows how to party. (laughs) Hey, man, pass me that bong. If you're a kitten. Have that that kitten kitten. on deck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, last but not least, uh, Bailey Gutierrez. She says, Disco music? That's a great, yeah, great pleasure. one. Glory Gator, and, let's and go. And watching just a horrible, horrible, horrible television show, Toddlers and Tierras, oh. where they dress up little kids up. Uh, child abuse. Well, hey, those were good ones. Yeah, agreed. We're not here to shit on people, Chris. We're not here to make judgments. Okay, and then last but not least, uh, uh, another guest of ours, the lead singer of A Stop 7 Texts, and he says, I binge watched the entire season of the new Battlestar Galactica. I don't think that's a guilty pleasure. That was a very popular show. Is he talking show. about Blood and Chrome or Battlestar Galactica? Battlestar Galactica. Hmm, that show fucking almost. great. Except for the last two seasons, they went to absolute shit. They, Never has a show fallen off worse than that. Did you watch that guy? Nope. I watched that miniseries three times, and then I watched the first episode of the first season twice. And I just, I just don't have time for that, man. The it's, fir- that, it's that whole, hey, you know why I don't read? You know why I read? Because I don't do anything else. The first season, the first two seasons of yeah, that is incredible television. To. I think, I think they kind of saved it as much as they could towards the end. The Whoa. ending, whatever. But Sopranoed me. Uh, I didn't like yeah, it. what did you expect? Um, he says it's my sci-fi soap opera, and then he said, like my guilty pleasures it's not like are it's the Babylon Five. I mean, come on, the first, <laughs> the first five CDs I ever owned, which included Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer. So I, we're getting a yeah. lot of that weird rap period when rap was yeah. cheesy. I mean, Salt and no, Pepper, TLC, Vanilla Ice. A lot of people 90s. are mentioning that. I think that is because it's our age mm-hmm. and. At that time, you're always going to have nostalgia for something you loved as a kid. You're going to get that, realize it sucks, and you're going to have that point where you hate it, and you're going to get that point where you'll be like, you know what, that's kind of fun. That's got to be why that is. True. Nostalgia. It's a powerful thing. Well, hey, I Nostalgia is my guilty pleasure. I hope <laughs> for everyone listening to this podcast that this podcast is your guilty pleasure. I hope that you return time and time I just again. Hope it's your share pleasure. It. Share it so that it'll be, it will be less guilty. Yeah. Why don't you do us a favor this week? We've hit 50 episodes. We've hung in here hard. Do us hit one. Up you 50, hung with us, Hit up 50 awesome. friends. Yeah. <laughs> just, just one tweet, one Facebook, one forward, one pass, one retweet. Tell somebody you know that one rating on iTunes. A rating on iTunes. Just want to, you know, one we're, we're we're coming up on a year. Show us a little bit of love. We're here for you. You're here for us. This is a team effort. That's what we'd like. We're here. We're fresh. Get used to it. Yes. Apples, oranges, and if you get that joke, thank you. <laughs> Well, folks, as always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for sticking in there for 50 episodes. You can find me online on Twitter, at Army of Freshmen. 
Uh, you can find Kai at Obi-Wan Kinobi on all of these socials. And you can find Dan at SpoonyDX on everything, including chess.com. Hit me up. Let's play. And be sure to follow us on Facebook for all sorts of wonderful updates on the upcoming UK tour. Thanks for everybody listening out there. We love you dearly, and hopefully we'll have another great 50 episodes coming your way. Hey, cue the bossa nova. <laughs>